Welcome to Amazon Made Simple Podcast with your host, Isabella Ritz. Today, we are branching out with my guest, David Milstein, to unlock top tactics of selling on Walmart. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Isabella Ritz and Amazon Made Simple Podcast here today. And we're not going to talk just about Amazon. Amazon is great and as we all know, when you're launching your e-commerce, the best way to go about it is to start with Amazon platform because Amazon delivers for you the clients. Amazon delivers for you the buyers that are ready to purchase your product as long as your product developed correctly. And this is what we do at Momentum. And today we're going to talk how not to keep all the eggs in the same basket. So what else, what platforms we can use and utilize that are at our utility right there right now and how we can go about the expansion and uh, i have a special guest today david uh oh my god i wanted to say david galstein was just talking to rich galstein <laughs> sorry david milstein from seller card seller court i see you guys everywhere you're traveling from one event to another i feel sometimes that you're just following this momentum like you're after us <laughs> but i know you're not we're doing different things so david welcome to the podcast of course isabel thank you so much for having me really a pleasure to be here yeah it's been a long time we've been trying to schedule and reschedule and then something was coming yeah. up and finally we are here so guys we're going to talk today about why walmart because you will ask me, Isabella, it's Amazon made simple. Why Walmart? So, David, why Walmart? You know, um, I think that's probably the number one question we get asked from Amazon sellers. And I think you did a, you know, did the justice of saying just on a one one aspect of not putting all your eggs in one basket. You know, um, unfortunately, you know, Amazon can just, you know, one day just shut off your account and there you go. You really have a, an issue with accounts with or your business over there, which is not necessarily super common, but it's always good to expand, just have other avenues of revenue. But for me, it's more about the future of e-commerce as a whole. Amazon is today the number one by far. Like they have a very large portion of the marketplace, but Walmart is trying to enter that space. And I like to view it as kind of Walmart is the Amazon let's say 2015 2016 you know it's still a little Probably bit of 2010. <laughs> 2010 maybe even 2010 like really go back there like kind of the, the the opportune time it's a time where if you if you plant your seeds now you'll be able to reap the the benefits over the coming years because it's growing and they care and they're trying to be that next marketplace and we can see that they've had tremendous growth year over year compared to that of amazon Percentage-wise, obviously, number-wise, is a completely different game. But percentage-wise, they're growing really drastically. And I could say with, with very strong confidence that in the next two to three years, your sales on Walmart will probably triple, quadruple if you do put in the effort now and stay at the top as the platform grows. So That's awesome. But before we will quadruple our sales, we have to make sure we have Walmart account. And Walmart, I don't know why, but they're so difficult with opening a Walmart account. Myself personally, I tried to do it. I'm not selling on Walmart. I have clients that are selling on Walmart. Uh, when we've been, before we've been, we exited our business in 2021, we tried to open our account and we've been at seven figs. 
So Amazon, oh, Amazon, Walmart said, guys, uh, go do something to yourself because we're not letting you to sell. And I, I didn't, I didn't understand. We had brand registry, we had a good presence, we had good sales. Walmart just denied us. Uh, we tried to register with new brands, and Walmart denied us as well. And I know some people from Walmart, like you probably know Matthew, like Matthew, what the heck? I want to sell on Walmart. Why I cannot be registered? And he said, Isabella, it's not explainable. This is just the machine. Nothing we can do. So tell me to people out there who want to sell at Walmart and they agree that they, they have to sell at Walmart. What, like, what's the best way to open the account, which is like, seems super obvious and simple. Yeah, for sure. So you're, you're not alone over here in this. Uh, definitely, you know, you have, especially we've worked with brands that are, very large outside of Walmart coming to Walmart and just getting nothing. And surprisingly also some brands that have no presence anywhere else, but did get their Walmart account. So, you know, being in the space, we've learned a couple of tricks of how to better get your account approved. Firstly, I will just say this, that since August of last year, they quote unquote opened the floodgates. This has been something that they that they, you could see articles about and they got a lot more lax on who they're accepting as sellers. And since then, so in about a year's time, they've had a 50% increase in sellers, which is massive. Like in a single year, they got a, an insane growth. There's definitely a lot more people coming in. And I do understand also the reasoning behind Walmart's somewhat restrictiveness is that Amazon lets everyone come in and sell, which I understand that method as well. But it leads to a lot more of this, uh, quote unquote, maybe like Chinese sellers coming in with like products, hijackers bringing in like a lot of these black hat tactics. Walmart wants to make sure that there's no shady business happening. If they smell something is wrong, if they just see some little aspect look strange, they shut it down. They are very anti, they don't They don't want to have any monkey business happening. So if they see a Russian national <laughs> trying to open an account, they just know, listen, you've been born in the wrong place. <laughs> We're not Maybe. opening an account for you. Maybe that's what it is. I'll, I'll I haven't I haven't asked them specifically about the Russian accounts, but I'll, I'll find <laughs> out about that. Um, yeah, it's it's it, there is definitely restrictions, but they've gotten a lot laxer about it. Um, I think the biggest issue right now is people that applied previously got denied, and now applied again. So I, I spoke with many people at Walmart about this because I use Salesforce. It's a little bit of a dated, I guess, older software. When a new when a new application comes in for for a previously applied account, it just causes all sorts of chaos and like potentially like just automatically archives the there's something that happens when you like reapply. So there's better ways to do that. I mean, firstly, always feel free to reach out to us, shameless plug. But like we we do work directly with uh, BDs at Walmart to work with legitimate accounts. Like as long as we could prove that you have you have a real Amazon store, sometimes you'll be asked to give them like let's say a sales report. And the most extreme cases, but typically, you know, just kind of sharing a link to your Amazon store, sending them like your W2, having all your docs, uh, all your documents in a row is good. Um, one big thing, which I know they really care about is, and this is a little interesting, don't have an email ending in at gmail.com. I know it's not like a massive thing for some companies. Some companies, I think like, they're not even letting you to register if you have gmail.com. I think they're letting you register only if you have add whatever i don't know the wall.com momentum right yeah so i've definitely seen there's definitely i work with accounts that do exist with at gmails it's just i know i've specifically been told 
avoid that because that's something that just kind of doesn't really prove legitimacy. Another thing is your addresses need to match up on everything. The address you put into seller center needs to match the same address that's on your W on your. Yeah. And that's the same with Amazon. It's like obvious stuff. Right. And I don't, I just, there is still a bit of that restriction. Like Walmart has been a little bit tighter with these things. They want to see, they look at your Amazon store, see if you would be a good fit. And I know they've been a lot easier on it in recent times. And previously there were like some, like you're saying, strange cases where you're at least a seven figure, even, 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 even larger accounts that we've seen just get denied by Walmart. And just like, it's, it's kind of frustrating. I understand on the seller side, it's like, Oh, you don't want me. Okay. I'm not interested. Like no problem. Like I'm not going to go pursuing you for something. You're not even going to let me in. It kind of does leave that kind of bitter taste, but I always find like once you kind of get in, once you do get through that initial barrier, like, and you're in, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a better experience. So generally these days it's easier to apply, but if you're still experiencing issues, always feel free to reach out. There's also, if you want to just go on, go on LinkedIn, look for like a, a, they're called BDs, like a business development manager, BDM in your category, like look up your category in Walmart on LinkedIn, message them on LinkedIn. They're really responsive. Be like, Hey, I apply. Yeah. They're really good. They're like Walmart. I find is so good on the communication with uh, that's such a good hack that is such a good hack thank you for that so let's think we got in on walmart now we have a platform um to my knowledge walmart like we just discussed it's a dinosaur so we can uh just do the very simple seo and uh, given that for example we're using data dive where we can create high-ranking juice uh, listings for amazon Though the same listings would work work phenomenally for Walmart because they will be ranked immediately on the page one. Is it true? So things have changed over and very quickly. I think what's what's really big with Walmart is how quickly it's been evolving. We used to have listings in two thousand in twenty twenty one. You know, just we were doing like TikTok leggings. You know, it was really hot back then. We literally changed up the copy and it was on page one for leggings. So like massive keyword page one on the bottom literally the day it launched which is insane you definitely can't do that these days um as it's kind of evolved one of the big things is what it's it surrounds what's called a listing quality score so it's comprised of three main aspects there's content discoverability the offer score and then ratings and reviews so used to be content and discoverability which is a copy images attributes was the highest part of the rank and the better that was the higher you would rank but now the offer score actually plays a really big role which is you have to be equal price on Amazon. So if your price is on Amazon, you have to be the same price or don't be cheaper or more expensive, just better to be the same price. You want to have what they call fast and free shipping, which is essentially two-day shipping. And it just means use WFS, which is their version of FBA. And then the third thing is being in stock. And that's tracked for seven days. So even if you're in stock, you go out of stock one day, and then you're back in stock, that has an impact for seven days every day you do go out of stock. So that plays a little bit more of a role. And then the content doesn't have as much of an impact on the, I mean, it obviously plays a role with the ranking, but it's not as easy to just kind of get in there organically. And these days we suggest using SEO, obviously for Walmart, but also even pushing ads to grow your listings. Although organically it can work. I will say your Amazon copy should not be used on Walmart because Walmart has different style guides for how they want things to look. Although there's significant and great data over there. You kind of want to shape it more to what Walmart wants. Walmart wants a much more concise title. At max, it should be 120 characters, preferably down to 75 characters. But 
that that's what Walmart tells you to do. We always say kind of go go for the longer. It's okay to lose a couple of points on your score as long as you're kind of stuffing in more important keywords. The top, top keywords should be in your title. Descriptions should be really palatable, broken down into sections. We typically do like five, six, six paragraphs of two to three sentences max. A big block is really hard, complex, really difficult to read through. So kind of having those sections stuffed with keywords nicely and then using your what they call I guess bullet points to call a long description, just kind of have five little points of what the product is. Make sure your attributes are filled in. Very important attributes play a really big role with discoverability. Um, so between, if you have those three things done, like the copy, or I guess four things, title description, key features, and attributes done correctly, that is what's going to help you with your rank. But definitely listen to what Walmart says. You go a little bit out of the box, but don't go too crazy with uh, with like, using specific Amazon copy because having a really long title is something Walmart dislikes and will not help you with your with your ranking. But the data is important. What on your uh what on your opinion like five no-nos people shouldn't do when they do business with Walmart? Okay, for sure. So let me let me let me come first with five. I'll go I'll go just off the bat like exactly what we just said, you know, with the copy. Don't just copy paste your Amazon list. I find that's probably the biggest mistake people make is utilizing these. I'm not saying you can't use tools to get your listings live. Get your listings live on Walmart the fastest way you can, but spend time doing that optimization on the copy. Very important to to have that shaped up. Um, don't don't. I find a big thing in general is just neglecting the marketplace, kind of treating it as obviously it's secondary to your Amazon, but don't think of it as all right, whatever, you know, I'll just let it do its thing. Like think of it as an investment, not so much of a, just a second opportunity. If it does well, great. Don't undervalue it. Don't underestimate it. It's going to, it's going to explode. It's going to be that marketplace. We could see it growing tremendously. So give it that same time of day, the same way you give the time of day to your Amazon store, give it obviously not the same amount of time because Amazon is whatever, that's your majority of your business, but give it some time or work with partners, you know? Um, yeah. Let's see on the, on the same thing on the ads, you know, don't, don't just forget about ads. You know, it's like, make sure you're on top of things, get, the, get some campaigns. There are really easy strategies we can talk about. Even auto campaigns do really well on, uh, on Walmart. Um, I would generally say actually like, instead of five things not to do five things to do to kind of get your listings going, yeah. flip it is I believe if you have these five things done, your listing will succeed no matter what. If you have a, firstly, product research, this is really important. You have to make sure that your product is not too niche. Certain Walmart products just don't do well on the platform. Walmart really focuses to more of a generic type product. Kitchen products, let's say for $30, that type of price point is really solid. You have your really super premium supplement that costs you $60. You're not going to have a really hard time selling that on Walmart. But it's not saying so I'm not- Walmart is possible. for affordable prices because like genuinely speaking, so same as Walmart offline, the same way that works online, right? Not, or not? Not, not, yes and no. It's pivoting away from that because they're trying to be another Amazon. They're trying to be that platform where you can get everything on, including premium products. So premium products just have a harder time selling. Premium and niche are the harder parts to sell, but I believe in a couple of years, they will be just the same as Amazon, the same way Amazon is really strong over there. But today, the really strong products are more in the generic space Maybe if you push slightly premium, just so you have better ROAS or just better, you know, conversions with your ads. But if you want to sell more premium product, which is price, which is the second point, like look at the look at the look at the 
average sale for like these your products like if the top five products are all half your price you're probably gonna have a hard time ranking if you're anywhere on the front page okay you see there's potential over there just be be weary of that yeah. next is optimization i think like if you if you have your listings optimized which is kind of we spoke about copy as well as you know categories attributes all those like those are three main things to do reviews reviews is definitely a big a big play what about the reviews? So on Amazon, we cannot manipulate the reviews. Right. What about Walmart? Yeah, so Walmart actually has a few review. I don't, a manipulation sounds a little, has a like a maybe a bad connotation to it, but- It is bad. It is bad at any point. When you manipulate it, when you're trying to do the tricky gray stuff, it is always bad. Sure, So, I, they, but they do have kind of ways to, that are less, I guess it's from Walmart itself. They have two programs that they offer. They have review syndication, which is a free program where if you have reviews on your website, you could just have them imported to Walmart. You have to get approved for the program. If just Google Walmart marketplace review syndication, it'll take you to the form. You first register, then you could upload files over there. You'll hear back from them. You might have to like confirm something in an email. Um, when you do that though, you can't just have any reviews on your site. You have to have specifically organic generated reviews you can't have amazon reviews they search for it they're, like if you have a single amazon review they'll tell you hey you're using amazon reviews you also can't only bring in your four and five star reviews you have to bring in a spectrum from one See, star where i keep seeing a lot of no-nos that people shouldn't do look at your knowledge such an expert wow <laughs> i've known this for a while you know i thought just for a couple of days okay keep going <laughs> That's super interesting, guys. I love this information. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it too. Yeah. Of course, of course, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's reviews is it's definitely definitely there. There is that there is that if you get it accepted for review syndication, definitely utilize that. And especially if you have, let's say, a lot of these DTC brands where the majority of their reviews are on their site, take care, take take note of that. It gets a little tricky if you have, let's say, your Amazon reviews and your organic reviews on your DTC site. If you could segregate them, that's great. If not. You could try work with a, a Walmart. They're called Sam, Strategic Account Manager, to kind of get that stuff through, but it's going to be a little bit harder. And even so, Walmart has been cracking down a lot more. It used to be that sellers were just able to like go on their website, upload thousands of fake reviews, like just use like a program to do that. But Walmart's gotten a lot stricter on what type of reviews they're bringing in. And even legitimate reviews are having some harder time. So it's kind of like you kind of have to get lucky a little bit or utilize your strategic account managers within Walmart. It's There's like one... Walmart still didn't decide. Is it a good, are they the good boys or bad boys? Are we allowing this? Are we not allowing this? We'll, we'll let these people come or we're not. We're not doing FaceTime approval and like all this stuff. It's just like, they're figuring it out. I, I feel like they're just so much like figuring it out. Like, like these programs are not going to exist in a few years once they kind of get more of the, like a bigger a bigger audience, but they're just kind of trying, I think they're trying to make it more incentivized for people to come to the platform because it's so hard to launch a brand from scratch, especially if you're a legitimate brand, you're like, what are you talking about? I have literally 10,000 reviews on my website and I have to start from ground zero on Walmart. And I will say though, I've seen brands that have done review syndication and they're like on page six because they just still didn't put any effort into optimization or into anything. So you'll see like, you'll go scrolling and you'll find like 600 reviews on a product that's on, that's yeah. way down there because they never cared. They never did anything. They never ran a single ad. Literally, if they would spend 10 minutes setting up an auto campaign, they'd be on front page within a month, probably even less, you know? I have three questions to you. Uh, question number one, what is the proportion in between Amazon sales 
towards Walmart sales? And I'm sure you get this question a lot. Of course. So very, again, very, very standard, like you're saying, and we give a range and it obviously is category specific. Generally, we say 10 to 20% of your sales. Okay. It varies by category. We've seen some companies that do stronger than that, but they have also been on Walmart for a longer time. So really, it really does vary. But I would say if you're doing well, 20% is a good number, which is only going to continue to grow. I find a lot, a lot of people are doing around 2%, maybe 5%. And that's why they're not so happy. But typically those people haven't necessarily put in the effort to grow. But sometimes there's categories that are just really small on, on, I was looking at a brand yesterday that the search volume on Walmart is literally only 2%. So Amazon is, is more of a popular product and on Walmart, there's just no volume for it. So they're just not able to grow anywhere. Walmart ships products for you, right? Yeah, so they have they have a couple of programs. I think the main one is just WFS, which is like FBA. You send in your inventory to their warehouse, and they they handle okay. it. Okay. Highly recommend. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so another question. Uh, I am a nerd about the different type of data and software and keywords. So, what software do you guys use for except Helium Ten for Walmart? Others is it is the this 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 software is actually there or not? So we actually understand we like at Selco we understand kind of the the need for that. Helium Ten is obviously fantastic and they have some proprietary data which is great. Um, but we're working on our own tools. We actually just launched the first ever PL tool for Walmart. No one's done it yet, which pulls in your ad data and your seller data. So we understand the necessity for it, and we're also working on like more tools that will help with sellers. But there are a couple others in the space, you know, I just, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but there are a few others. You could search like Walmart keyword ranking from a few different brands and you can see that they do exist. What uh, are the names of those software? Uh, yeah, sure. So I know there's, I know Datahawk is one of those that does keyword ranking. There's also Wally Smarter, which is part of like a Carbon 6 that they okay. have. Um, trying to think i know helium 10 does also walmart keyword tracking but it's not in their free program it's only in like their uh paid which and they have uh they have, they have it over there with for, that's for keyword ranking i think where helium 10 really excels is they have search volume which nobody else has nobody else has that search volume uh wally smarter has a calculation for theirs but helium 10 gets it directly from the source um i could try to think of some others uh, maybe if i if some other about those are really the main ones that come to me but uh you know we're hoping to within you know, a few months, potentially sometime in next year, where our tools and software will kind of be able to be that facing, you know, for, for clients. So we already have PL. We also have the only refund tool that exists. Like I'm sure everyone in Amazon, it's a whole refund game. We're the only tool that does it. It's called Refund Stacker. We Nobody else has that in the space. So you do reimbursements for Walmart? Yeah. Returns. Oh, that's returns. amazing. Yeah. WFS audits. Yeah, we understand kind of necessity over here. You know, in, Am in Amazon, it's literally a competition between like so many different companies. Everyone's fighting for, for that customer. And Walmart is like zero. There's literally no other company that does it yet. I know it's going to come, but we want to make sure that we're ahead of the game. And oh, this is awesome. So you'll be like Gitita, but for Walmart. That's that's a plan. Well, great job. Great job there. And um yeah, I had one more question about, yeah, we, we started talking about PPC. So when it comes to PPC, what is the, um, 
what is the good number for click-through rate for Walmart? And what is the number in average? Of course, I'm talking if the listing is optimized, if all the pictures are great. So what is an average, the uh, what you would consider as a good conversion rate for the listing? And I'm asking this because the amount of competitors on Walmart is lower. So people, when they're shopping in Walmart, they're buying there based on like very small choices. So and my assumption that conversion is supposed to be higher. And like, how does this PPC front end looks like based on these simple numbers? Sure. So uh, of course, I mean, PPC numbers, a lot of people actually typically asking like the ROAS type numbers and ACOS, but on the CVR and CTR. So CTR, I think it definitely, it definitely varies. And although there is more, there's fewer comp competitors on Walmart, there's still, there's a lot of listings. They, I, they even mentioned like, there was, they just had a show last week, the first ever Walmart through a seller summit. They said that just this year alone, they had the uh, same number, 50% increase in SKUs or listings, which is massive like that in one year to go that, that growth on, on just SKUs. So there's definitely a lot of listings. I would say a good CTR is probably going to be around like point, maybe point three on the high end. You could even get higher depending on it, but we see performing accounts that have a 0.08, you know, a 0.12%. Like it's, it's really, it, it is definitely on the lower side. Um, but it also depends a lot on your 1P versus 3P. This is a really big thing. Amazon 1P, 3P doesn't really matter because it doesn't, there's not really a big difference in it because it's all whatever. See, they're sold by Amazon and it's the same thing. As, it doesn't look any different on the listing. Versus on Walmart, a 1P listing will show pickup and delivery options which a lot of customers are looking for, which therefore equals equates to a higher CTR, you know, even more so a higher CVR. So it's kind of in that lower percent, maybe sometimes on like, if you're doing really well, maybe about half a percent, you know, if you're doing, if you're, if you're doing really solid. And that is also, if you're in a more of a niche category specifically, and your ads are a lot more targeted in general, we suggest targeting more keywords, get as much data as you can. It's really cheap right now. You're going to be winning most of your bids at, close to the low end, which is 20, 20 cents for auto, 30 cents for manual. So your CPCs in general are generally going to be around 40, 50 cents. Like we obviously have brands that are in the more competitive space and more, pro more higher expensive products, which are going to get up to the dollar, $2 CPCs. But generally at the lower end, you're just getting free data. Like you're just getting your impressions out in so many different ways. So we like to get as many impressions as we can. And so that's why the CTR is a little bit lower on the conversion rate side. Um, I would say a good conversion rate is about probably 15%. Obviously anything better than that is great, but 15% is really solid. Anything over 10, I would say is in the good spot. It but is. It is category, category dependent, drastically category dependent. You know, when you get to, uh, the thing is with, with Walmart, they're really restrictive about their, their sales data. So we don't have an, the analytics to like helium 10 has the like estimates which actually we worked together with them back in the day to like work on those formulas there's estimates for that but there's no real data like amazon has amazon actually like shares their sales data they have like uh, you know bsr like that doesn't exist right now for walmart so something that probably will come with time or walmart might say we're never going to do that which will kind of give more insight into you know impressions clicks and just sales and as we as we work with more brands we'll obviously have more data 
and be able to share, I don't know, share that data, but kind of like share more concise analytics of like, okay, this, this type of category might do better over here, this over here, like just to have that information purely either for us to kind of work better with accounts or even if there's more numbers I can kind of share to help get sellers interested in, in, in Walmart. So I'd say maybe about like 15% CVR is a good amount. There's, there's ways to increase your CVR um, outside of just, uh, outside of just optimization. Um, there's rich media, which is like a plus content for Walmart, which a lot of sellers don't utilize like videos, feature sets, which is EBC comparison charts, FAQs, all that stuff exists on Walmart. The thing is, it's not native to the Walmart platform. You have to have it hosted outside. But this brand uh, registry uh, exists on Walmart too, right? Brand registry does exist, yeah, and that's that's to combat more, that's to combat more like additional sellers, like hijack listings as a whole, or for content rights. Content rights is such a massive problem on Walmart because you have these drop shippers like over the past few years that listed literally millions of listings that were just not theirs. They just like were drop shipping from Amazon. Walmart cut that out, but there's still millions of listings that have content rights now some of them like say something as simple as coming soon and just like why am i fighting with this seller that's been suspended for my content rights for my brand like but the brand portal is definitely important you don't necessarily need it but it's really strongly recommended if you just have the documents it works it can work as well if you have a proper someone on the case for it makes sense well, uh, I still have a lot of questions, but I think we'll keep it for another day. And David, thank you for being here today. And guys, when you're thinking about Walmart, just treat it as a dinosaur. I'm talking that Amazon is a dinosaur, but uh, Walmart is a previous generation of dinosaurs <laughs> for e-commerce. So and you, you have to stay ahead of the game right now. It's a good time to go on Walmart. We usually compare the sales based on the trends. And as David mentioned, it's very hard to estimate how much you're going to make on Walmart. But if you are doing great, and if you remember, reaches are niches. So if you're selling some type of niche product, you probably will be very successful on Walmart as well. And keep in mind, it's not the premium uh, sales yet. I mean, you can try, but it's mostly average prices for um uh for the for, for the average class people so people are shopping walmart when something for something that is very accessible and they want to have it right now right there and to my understanding the best categories are there to go is uh, like something home goods any type of the home goods construction goods uh something for babies kids maybe Baby, pets as well boys pets yeah for sure yeah th those are doing great sports. Sports too, yeah, and kettlebells, dumbbells, and all this stuff. Yeah, right. and thank you for being here. It's very knowledgeable. I can tell you're a great expert. And guys, all the links to reach out, David, are below this video or below the uh, podcast you're listening right now if you're listening to us without watching the YouTube video. Thank you for being with us today. And don't forget to review our podcast and give us five stars because we try to deliver the best information that will be useful for your business. See you out there. Bye.